everyone. Welcome to Treasure the Podcast. I'm Riley and I'm Kristen. And we are cousins. Um, we are definitely the coolest cousins in the group. We're the oldest ones. And yep. how many are there? There are 13, if we're not forgetting anyone. We're pretty sure it's 13. Uh, I <laughs> I really pray we're not forgetting anyone. No, I but, think um, it's 13. No, I'm pretty sure it's 13. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 13. And um, yeah, so we have always been super close and we also have always loved hunting for things, treasure. And now we want to just have some conversations and talk to everyone else about it too. Have everyone else join in because, uh, you know, we definitely want opinions on everything we're talking about, like <laughs> seriously. For sure. For sure. It's going to be with super us. fun. Yeah. So what has been a personal treasure that has happened to you like within the last week? I haven't had any personal treasure for a really long time. But in fact, this <laughs> last week I got a photography studio. So that was really exciting. Um, and I move in April 1st and I'm just, yes, yes. Thank you. I, um, yeah, it's my passion and my dream. So super excited to start that and continue being like a stay at home mom. Is that clapping? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I added clapping, but it was so loud. <laughs> so I thought it was again. a I'm dog sorry. shaking. Sorry. <laughs> what it sounds it like. It did sound like that. Yeah, was like, like the ears. They also have cheering. Let's do a cheering. Yeah, let's do cheer. Bring it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like the cheer. I feel like I ran a marathon. That's good. I like it. Tell us all about it. It's just like this quaint little place. It's perfect. All this natural light. I mean, every. it's got like a vintage fireplace mantle. Like just all the perfect photo vibes. I love it so ah. much. Yeah. Adorbs, I'm loving it. I, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. When I was little, they have this. They had this place that uh, my mom got my pictures taken, and they had like live animals there. What? So, like, and I don't know how they got these live animals into the studio because you can definitely tell that it's like in a studio. It has like a backdrop and stuff. And, like, I was just sitting there, like, petting this, like, horse or goat or something. I don't even know what it was. I can't remember. And I'm like, how did this work out? So, I mean, maybe that's something you can branch out into. Like, just having, you know, live animals. Very well. We'll just have to see about that. But, um, okay. What about you? Personal, personal treasures. Personal treasure that happened to me is that I found an ice cream truck i i followed them down a what? road and <laughs> yes i have not seen an ice cream truck for so long and yeah i haven't seen I an ice cream one, truck in forever and um i started freaking out because i was like i don't know was it playing the song oh it was playing the song and i was like okay i don't know if i have any cash and i found like <laughs> some money in my in my like glove box thing Console. and I got it out <laughs> and we got out and we got ice creams like yes I literally did stock the ice cream man um oh it's worth it 
it was 100 percent well, and that's it. also like the magical thing about like being a mom is all the childhood <laughs> stuff it's actually even more fun because like a you're getting to kind of relive it again but b you see it through your kids eyes and it's it's like even better than reliving it your own self you know exactly and just seeing him be so like amazed that ice cream was coming out of this very strange van I was just like this is awesome like what this is exactly what I've been hoping for so that was my treasure of the week Um, but let's take a quick break before we dive right into this story Okay, I'm going to read you something. (laughs) Welcome. We've been expecting you. You are about to embark on a fantastic adventure. A quest for 12 treasures, over $10,000 in precious jewels. They might be hidden in your city or your local park or even your own backyard. You might even figure out one of their hiding places without leaving your home. You are about to learn the answer to an age-old mystery. Okay. Whatever happened to the fair people? The goblins, dragons, fairies, leprechauns, and other fantastic creatures of the old world. You are about to meet their descendants. What? For the first time, you will see the creatures who are really responsible for all the unexplainable things that happen to you. From the maitre d'imon, who makes sure you get a table near the kitchen, to the screaming Mimi, who loves the sound of a baby crying in your ear. Plus, you'll have a chance to send in your own sightings of fantastic creatures. The secret a treasure hunt, a mythology for the modern world. You are cordially invited to participate. So what did you think of that? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, Okay, so when you you started reading, I mean, at first I'm like, is this real? Is it not? Is it fiction? Like, is there actual stuff buried? It makes me wonder if I believe in leprechauns and all that stuff again. I don't know. I like how it's tied into modern day stuff. I have no idea what it's... I'm assuming it's like we're supposed to read... Is it a story? This was the first pages of the book, A Secret, A Treasure Hunt, um, which was written in 1982 by Byron Price. I want to talk about Byron Price for a minute. Okay. Um, so the author, he's the, also the editor and basically the brainchild of this amazing treasure hunt. He was born and raised in New York City. He attended the University of Philadelphia and continued his studies at Stanford University. And he received a master's in communication. Okay. So he founded Byron Price Visual Publications and published books aimed at children or like fantasy books for most of his career, Um, some of which were his own works 
and he classified them as educational comic books, which did not do well. (laughs) Do you have an example of one? Yes. One of the titles are Drugs Are Bad. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Straight to the point. I love it. So like I'm sure I'm sure kids would like pick that over like Batman. You know? Yeah. I can see myself right now being like, oh yeah, let me investigate this. Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) Take that out of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. But seriously though, kids were like, oh, I see this Batman comic here. Oh, look, here's one that says drugs are bad. Like, no, thank you. But look, listen, I do have something interesting to say about him. Um, This is according to Wikipedia, of course. Interestingly enough, he published children's books by a lot of celebrities that like we still know, Um, like Billy Crystal, Jane Hmm. Goodall, who like is that monkey lady? Yeah, the ape lady. Yeah. We love her. Yeah. Jay Leno, Leanne Rimes, Jerry Seinfeld. But like, what did he do with these people? Like write books with them or? So, yeah, he worked like he published their children's books. And like, these are famous Mm. people. Yeah, like they are. All of these people are still famous, like right now. He died, I think, in 2005. uh, Okay. Byron Price. Uh. Yeah, so he died. Yeah, I was wondering if he was still alive. No, he's not, which is, like, awful because uh, we'll get into it. Anyways, um, (laughs) so then in 1982, he publishes his claim to fame, The Secret, A Treasure Hunt. Which that's what you read from the beginning of the podcast. Yes, that is um, the very beginning part of that book. Now I want you to read The Tale Simply Told. Okay. The first chapter of the book, The Secret. And disclaimer, I did edit out some of the parts of this because it was way too long and those parts were fully unnecessary. (laughs) But um, this is like really a lot of it. Like this is the main gist. Okay. So. Okay. Okay, here we go. A long, long time ago, before the age when men and women sailed in ships they had never seen, there existed in the old world two empires, that of man and that of the fair people. You are about to read of the fantastic passage of the fair people who, like man, arrived on the shores of the new world with dreams of freedom and contentment. You are about to learn of their wonder stones... Wonderstones. Mm-hmm. Is I don't, that a word I don't he made know. Up, he may think? have made, a bit okay. up, made it up. They're Wonderstones. <laughs> the 12 treasures brought with them in their passage to the new found land. Diamond, ruby, pearl, amethyst, emerald, sapphire, peridot, garnet, topaz, aquamarine. You will learn of your role in the fair people's story. Across North America, 12 treasures are waiting The key to each requires the proper combination of one treasure painting with one treasure verse. You need only decipher the clues in any pair to learn the location of a treasure cask. In each cask waits a key. The 
the return of the key will gain its treasure for you. If you are unable to retrieve the cask but have determined its site, you may acquire its treasure by successfully completing in the form of the back of the book with a precise description and explanation of your discovery. Oh my gosh, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was so good. So what he is basically saying is we need to match the painting in the book with a verse from the book, obviously, and okay. then we will find the treasure cask. Okay? So that's very exciting. And this is all tied in. So the paintings, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. like in the beginning you said this was a modern mythology. Yes. Are are the paintings like mythological representations of these fair people? Yes. Um, and um, I guess. Yeah. Okay. We are going to get into that. But the thing that you just okay. read, Ooh. it kind of explains what he uh-huh. is, what he's doing, like, uh, or what his, this, this entire story is about. So it's about the fair people who arrived on the shores of this newfound land. Okay. So like, um, they're all in North America. Um, and okay. And you only need to decipher the clues to learn the location of the treasure cask. So this guy like went out when he was writing the book or whatever, and like legitimately bury treasure. Like people can go try to solve, like you can go on a treasure hunt for these things. Legitimately, yes. This just changed the whole game. Yes. He would also <laughs> dress up in um, like outfits, like um, like he was like a construction worker or something. Okay. And he would just be able to walk into these locations that he decided to hide the treasures in. And just and like dig. No one would question him. And he would just dig a hole, put put the cask in there, close it up. Okay, but you may be asking at this point, what is a cask? Yeah, what's a cask? Uh, yes, exactly. Okay, so here <laughs> This is from a website called 12secrets.com. Okay. And um, these are cask facts. Okay. Cask facts. First found. So there, oh, disclaimer, there have been three casks that have been found. What? um, But that still means, yes. Wait, okay, so there's nine more out there. Oh my gosh. Wait, where did they find... Well, never mind. Listen, probably I'm tell about me. to okay. tell you yeah. right okay, okay, okay. meow. Okay, ready? <laughs> Chicago, the first one that was found was in Chicago in 1983, which was one year after the book came out. Okay. Okay. So the second one that was found was in Cleveland in 2004. Hmm. So like that's a long time later. Yeah. I know. And then the third one that was found was in Boston in 2019, which so was like. That's even longer. But he's he's dead, though. Like, yeah, like now what he if is they're dead. never. So sad. Like, do people know where they are? Like, is there a key or something somewhere? I'm a I'm a little bit confused about that, okay. too, because during the third one. Uh, there was a really popular TV show called um, what, Expedition Unknown with this guy named Josh Gates. And he helped this this little family find this treasure, which it was so exciting. Mm-hmm. And so they brought it 
to like they had this whole little ceremony with a Byron Price's uh I guess widow oh, wow. widower widow and his daughters and stuff. So she like she must be able to confirm where they are. But in the casks that you find, there's a key okay. that you can bring to them. But in the thing that you read, it says uh, complete the form in the back of the book with a precise description and es- explanation of your discovery and you would be able to retrieve the treasure if you were unable to get to the cask. Oh, okay. So yeah, there's an answer somewhere. Like somebody has it. Okay. Exactly. So someone must have it. And I'm thinking it has to be his wife. Um, But anyways, those are the casks that have been found. And here are kind of like the conglomerate of facts about the casks. Okay, so all casks have been identical. All casks have been signed. The casks seem to have not been fired. So like they're ceramic. So they're just like they have not been fired? That's weird because they Yeah, no, it they says they have, have not be been fired. fired. Does it mean glazed? I know that's what I was thinking too. I that would fall don't apart. know how Exactly. I don't know how this happened. Okay, so all these casks are in plexiglass boxes. Oh, well then and it okay, says it the might plexiglass be. is a yeah, the plexiglass is a very specific type. Hmm. The Cleveland cask had metal in the lid and key. The Chicago cask had metal in the lid. The Boston cask had no metal and has burlap in the lid. Each lid has a different time. The time matches the puzzle month. Each lid has a unique painting. Each cask has a unique but specific figure painted. The plexiglass box size is about four and seven eighths inches by five and five eighths inches by six and seven eighths inches. Oh my gosh. Each plexiglass, I know, I'm like, that is not about, that's very exact. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Each plexiglass box is stamped in a specific way. The Chicago cask depth was less than 12 inches, like it says t- less than 12 inches from the top, which I'm assuming means that like, like they only had to dig down 12 tw- okay. inches, like to the top. It's just yeah. like a weird way to say that. I don't know why they, they, they re- like wrote it like that. But um, the Cleveland cask depth was about 18 to 20 inches. And then they don't know the depth of the Boston cask because it was actually in a old abandoned like baseball field i think if i can remember correctly hmm. and somebody bought it and was like digging it up oh like gosh. with like backhoes and stuff what? <laughs> so they like caught the boston cask just, just in time accident. oh my goodness like like literally they found it just in time before like everything was like oh my god And I think, like, the History Channel paid for them to, you know, stop construction on whatever they were going to be building and, like, actually, like, 
look for this cask. Okay, so here is the next thing I want to show you. Here, I'm, I guess I'm just going to do another screen share. So let's do that. Perfect. Okay, I'm sharing now. Okay. Um, okay, so here are the photos of the casks that have been found. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, those aren't fired. That makes sense. So if they're yes. in the plexiglass, because at first I was like, no, that would just disintegrate into the ground. I know. That's exactly what I thought. Oh my goodness. Okay. So but also you would think that yeah. plexiglass would get like, you know, if it's underground, you'd think it like would heat up under there. You know what I mean? Like just because. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's strong enough. Like I, I would have put I it know. in a metal box. I feel if the it were same me. way. Like <laughs> I just feel like it would break. I, I do too. Like so. There's there. This is Josh Gates, uh, finding okay the cat. Like seeing the cask in the box, which is in- incredibly amazing. Here is so they have like a low relief on the outside. Yes. Like a sculptural. Okay, and then on the inside they're yes. painted. That's this, what you were saying. This earlier. image. Okay. I don't know if. You can see what I'm like scrolling to, correct? Yeah, it looks like a person in a tiger or yes. something, cat of some sort. So apparently okay. they say that they all have the same outside thing, but only one of the figures is painted on each of the outside things. Oh, yeah, but okay. underneath the lid, so like this clock thing underneath the lid, mm-hmm. like that is on all of them. Just five o'clock? No, not the same, like not, not the same time, but like the same clock. Yeah. Yes, they do. That's what they that's what they say. They each have a different time. This one got destroyed because as I okay. said, they um Oh, 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 oh. Like I see. literally yeah, caught yeah. it just in time. Like a a <laughs> a backhoe thing was like digging up the place that it was buried and they had to shut down everything and like basically like archaeologists were going in there like looking for these and they oh my found gosh. this. Can you imagine? Yeah. And since it was not fired, I mean, it just just it was just immediately destroyed. I don't know why they would do that. Uh like not fire. Wait, it. so was this the first one that was found? The first one that was no, this this one that oh, was this is completely broken up is the last one that was found. Last this one, one was okay. found in 2019. Okay. And um Josh okay. Gates, this guy from the Travel Channel, Expedition yeah. Unknown, love him, like dream come true person. Like he speaks our language. Um Aww. yes, but this uh this image right here. I am almost certain this is from the first cask that was found. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so now I'm showing you this image of the Chicago Tribune in 1983 from the first one that was found. But you can't really see which which one they found. So uh, I'm almost certain. No, yes, 100%. That is that's the same one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see the animal down there and the person. Yeah, that yeah. thing down there that's painted. So So there's twelve there's twelve figures yes. in relief on the outside of the cask, and then only one figure is painted on the cask that yes. corresponds with its there has painting. To be, yes. That's so the, the only thing that would make the sense. The figure that's painted on the cask 
is that the same figure that's in the painting represented? Like the actual painting painting? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> like Oh, because they don't yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they only have they only actually have like two that are actually um that makes sense. Well, and there's only three. Like there's not like a ton of I mean, that's not a lot of info to compare, you know. Oh, yeah, there's only three. Also, there have been two people who have faked these boxes and um yeah. Mm, okay. And finding them. And they did not get the gemstone. No, they did not get it. And they faked it, acting like (laughs) to to everybody that they found it. And people were like very mad about this. Like, so is there like a cult following of people that follow this thing? Yes, 100%. You are one of them. (laughs) And now I hope that us and all of our listeners are going to be cult followers of this. So now we know. What we are looking for. I want to see how we are going to be finding these treasures. Before I get into like anything really serious though, Kristen, number one, I think we should take a break really quick. And then I'm going to tell you something that I have been waiting to talk to you about for like ever. (laughs) So, okay. The secret a treasure hunt is broken up into three parts. The beginning portion of the book can only be like can only be described as a very like twisty, strange story about the immigration of fairies, gnomes, dragons, um, etc. into the new world. It does make the reader understand how Byron was very connected and interested in immigration. And he wants the history of these people who did immigrate to this newfound land, uh, which is North America. He wants their history to stay alive. I did try to read through this. It's it's only probably like 30 pages, but it is so just, just funnily what it- not able to be read. It's just <laughs> the craziest. It's just the craziest thing ever. So when he's talking about like, you know, the people that are wanting to preserve their history mm-hmm. of immigration and all that, he's talking about the fairy people, like you just said. Yes, But is it? Do you think it's like representing um yes. you know actual the actual uh yes, immigrants. people that yes. came here? Okay. 100%. Okay. So it's like and one some huge these- it's like one huge art project that exactly. spans that's exactly like exactly what it literature, is. Literature, sculpture, painting. Yes. Um okay. 100%. Okay. And gotcha. the, um yes. And I knew you would love this. It's perfect. But um, I love it. The, right in the alley. Yeah. The uh, so a lot of the images are or the uh, paintings are like attributed to different 
like parts of different like so there'll be one that's like this one is attributed to Italy this one is attributed to France this one is attributed to Africa like so okay but it's a location in the new world so is it like referencing where the people like people that came from Italy to yes, a spot in the new world I think okay so okay. because the I mean it would okay. have to if all the treasures yeah buried here exactly the one that i know most about is definitely um attributed to the correct location like and we'll get into that in a little okay. bit but oh my um, gosh i'm so excited yeah it's this is making me want to so like fun. go dig up treasure I know, like we, Kristen, we gotta don't go even find worry one. because guess we have what? to find one. there's one like <laughs> near you that you don't know anything about and oh you're gonna gosh. just like die over it <laughs> So anyways, um, okay, so it's broken up into three parts. So the first part, we get this story about all this immigration that's happening between these, um, you know, mythical creatures. And they're like, we're leaving our old land and we're going to the the newfound land and we're hiding our treasures. And, you know, we're that's why these treasures are hidden. So he's kind of explaining that. It doesn't take okay. too much time to explain that. And then we get into the part that has the um, the paintings and the verses. Okay, so that only takes up like probably, I don't know, 60 pages of the entire book. But the whole okay. book is like 320 pages or something like that. Is it like just establishing like his mythology like the world of mythology these poems are based on okay yes like the beginning part is just like telling you why these treasures are hidden okay 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 and Kristen, then i mean i have always told like my dad um my dad is very into this i uh, love that so, uncle bob for the win yeah Kristen's uncle uncle bob <laughs> he is very into this story into this we uh Yes, he actually went hunting for this. There is a video of it, and I will share the video. Um, <laughs> we have to see yes. it. Oh, my gosh. I know. I don't have it right now. I'm waiting for uh, my uh, my brother-in-law, Jason, to send it to me because uh, they did this like so long. They did this like so long ago, like I think like five years ago or something. Um so he's looking for it, but like I know that they have this video and uh he's gonna send it and I am definitely gonna share it with everybody. He was so cute doing it, my dad. Um I love that. I love Uncle So Bob. yes. So I know. So he was very obsessed with this and yes, most of the beginning of the book is just telling us about these mythical creatures immigrating to the new world and why they want to hide these um, gems around. Okay. And then we get to the pictures and the verses. So that doesn't take up very much space. Just part of this book that takes up the most amount of space in this book are, it, it's like, Behind that, it's like an index, basically, of, I'm sorry, of mythical creatures, okay, <laughs> that I have never heard of these <laughs> mythical creatures. That he's, like, developed. Yeah. So it's just, he's definitely like, explaining them. to you or something. And I cannot, hmm. 
I just actually want you to see them. Okay. And okay, you two <laughs> tell me what you personally think of them because they are they are something. So okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. These are okay, the photos here we go. that All are right. in the index that go along <laughs> with some of these, like, um, you know, fairies or whatever, like mythical creatures. Okay, here they are. Okay, the book photos. Okay, scroll down. <laughs> what is happening? Look at that thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, let me describe it to the viewer. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, my my gosh. What is this? Oh, my gosh. What is this? I know because they're like real pictures. Did he? That are. So he took a real photograph, yeah, of this thing. Is this in the. Where they are, though, does See, it correspond with the treasure? That you is, think, or? that is something that I've always thought. I've always, but I always thought the beginning part really corresponded more because. Okay. Also, what is this? I'm so sorry. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh like, my gosh! Okay, look <laughs> at this one. Like, what is chicken? going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> These things are so funny. <laughs> okay, wait. I cannot. <laughs> Let me describe I it to our look listeners. Look at this one's face. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> but why is it like a fake I animal person with a ventriloquist? I like literally <laughs> cannot even get through reading this this part of this entire thing because it's just like, what is going on right now? Why is no one talking about these images that are just so psychotic? Look at these. This one is literally hanging <laughs> off of a gas thing, a gas pump. <laughs> Look at it. Okay, face. so this is what we're looking at. What are we even doing? <laughs> this <laughs> it looks like go back to the first okay, one. Okay, go back I'm to the first one. Out. Scroll up. Um mm. Okay, so they look oh, like you didn't see this potato or someone, an artist. They like made somehow out of, I guess, clay. Or potatoes. I guess, like, look at this one. Like maybe polymer clay. Yeah, that one 100% looks maybe like a potato. potato with a mouth. Or even, oh, I so wonder upsetting. if they took. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Yeah, it looks like they made these things, these little sculpture things, supposedly of the mythological creatures or the mythical creatures. I don't know which one's right. The first one. Okay. That's it kind of reminds one. me of you know those things in Star Wars when you walk when they walk into the restaurant and they're like yes, playing those. I do actually uh, know what you're talking back. about, and that's what it kind of looks like. That's yes. the only Star Wars like thing that I remember. Yes. <laughs> so it it literally looks like they're supposed to maybe represent um, humans, like they've got two arms, two legs, but he has like. No neck, and <laughs> let's see. <laughs> he has a regular size nose. Um, funny. Like these very I, bizarre. When I saw this one, I was like, eyes. "Oh God, Kristen is going to love this one." Like, 
I want to get this framed. Oh my goodness. You know what we uh, should do? We should make like a memorabilia wall and oh, have like 100%. our favorite episodes, like stuff yes. from it. Okay. Side note. Side we'll note. Anyway. definitely do that. And that is this, this image right here on the screen. This is. It's going on the wall. This is it's going, going on the wall. On the wall. <laughs> and for everybody who wants to see what we're talking about, we will. I, I mean, I don't even know how. I want to ask Kristen to describe this image, but like. I don't know how one would be able to describe this. It just, it looks like, it It literally looks like maybe a creature that you would see out of Star Wars, if you've seen Star Wars, playing a trumpet dressed yeah, in like, like a- It looks like a trumpet or, yeah. or like an, a bendy oboe. I don't it even kind know of what an like, oboe um, is. But yeah, it looks like that <laughs> type of, but they like put this thing in front of like uh, a real location and took a photograph. So like- it's not I just know, that's sketched the worst out. part of it. <laughs> Obviously, before the- Photoshop existed, this mm-hmm. looks so good. Okay, so it's it has the hands, creepiest though. part about it. Also, the hands, but it looks really sad. Like, doesn't he look sad? Like, why'd they have to tilt his oh, eyes down? He looks like that? so sad. He looks like Quasimodo from as like from yeah, the um, from the Hunchback of Notre whatever. Dame. But like, yeah. he also just looks like. I don't even know how these people made this thing that is happening right now on my screen. And the hands are way too big and they are definitely human hands. Like it's almost like um like a Muppet. Yeah. You know, like how Yeah, like it's a you puppet, know, but like someone's you real can tell hands that these hands are real hands. Yeah. But that's they have like creepy. maybe something in the top of the hand. And like I just don't like anything about any of these. Ew, no, like, it looks I like think that they are all skin. just doesn't it? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. It's these are just so distressing to me. Okay, but like, this one it, coming what, out of the forest. Okay, just pause. Imagine you're like at a what campfire with your friends or something. Yes, I don't want to imagine this. But I mean, uh, he he was talking uh, in the beginning about stuff like dragons, leprechauns. So I'm like. Is this supposed to be a leprechaun, like something that we know about, or is this something that he's completely made up? Like these, these have these all have very different names. Like okay. um, in the back of the uh, like in the back of the book, they have names. Like there's one that's called like an Elvis Presley one. Like <laughs> what? It, it's it's <laughs> yes, it's literally insane. The, um, but what does it look like? Does it is there a picture of that one? Some of them are just like drawings, and they're not as jarring. Okay, this is, and I just wanted you to see the <laughs> like is, the the most jarring. jarring ones like available because. <laughs> but look at its teeth. It's I like know. Piano look at that teeth. thing's teeth. That thing. <laughs> I think that that thing is actually in the shadows of a um, like of a play. Oh, like what it does. Like yeah, leprechauns exactly, hide at the end of a exactly. rainbow. Okay. Exactly. And I am telling you that those crease like the things that have to do with the I don't know, the 
uh, like these sort of weird creatures. Yeah. They are like the majority of the book. Mm-hmm. And I have sent so many to my dad. And I'm like, dad, this has to have something to do with something maybe. And he's like, no, Riley, this is some sort of political jargon. Like, no. <laughs> or like, no, Riley, this just has nothing to do with anything. So like, just stop looking into it. Because I've always thought that, I mean, why would you just have so much of the book just like have nothing to do with yeah. anything? It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, wait. Go to the one with two heads. Oh, that's one of my favorite ones. So let me tell you what we're actually looking at here. I'm going to describe it from the feet up, okay? So (laughs) there is a creature standing on the sidewalk in front of a some sort of like Capitol building, I'm assuming. Uh Some sort of important place, a monument of some sort. It has some sort of (laughs) chicken bottom like chicken feet or something but it has like toes it's not like but normal it's chicken very um, big they're very big yeah, they're huge and also and it look has at like that an, one thing that's like you know how chickens have like that back <laughs> what thing? Is the back claw that they stab you with it's yeah, like exactly. curled around but like this one oh is just gosh. like ugh, upsetting so it it indicates that it might like come after us and attack us with that claw thing. The yeah, back but claw. Actually, but it is cannot it wearing stab a us metal? Because it looks like way too big. <laughs> it's upsetting. <laughs> is it wearing a metal though? Is that what that is? I think it is. It's yes, it is definitely wearing a metal. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Like so, it has this like Yeah, what like, that's is a that? Metal. That's a metal. That is for definitely sure. some sort of metal. I don't know. It has it has definitely uh, a bird body, oh, some yes. sort of foul animal. It has a head and it has two heads actually. <laughs> the one head looks like it has normal ears and it looks actually like somewhat It looks like nor- it could not be norm- you know, the most a, normal out of all person. we've seen. <laughs> like a- I guess <laughs> it looks like it could be a person. <laughs> but then next to it, not even coming out of its neck or body, but off of the wing. Off of, wing. <laughs> off of its one wing. of the wings. And the other a, wing is like so small. And I'm like, how is this thing <laughs> perched on this well, wing? Well, is it small or is the other one just able to be tucked in? And I don't like know, this but one this other wing looks it literally very has small. A head on and it. I'm like, how are you supporting this other being <gasps> oh on this gosh, wing? Oh my gosh, wait. It can't, it probably can't fly because of the two heads. And that's why it's oh, feet 100%. are so big. This thing, like it has had to not fly. Okay. Also, I mean, what are we even talking about? Like, <laughs> I cannot even. I. It almost reminds me of like a, you know, the devil on your shoulder type it thing. It's like he's arguing with that sassy little thing also, on his shoulder. Also, this thing has I don't a know. collar This is bizarre. This, this side piece. It has like a shock collar on. Yeah, I cannot with these images. Like, I will just go so deep in them. See the shadow underneath of it? Like, somebody, I don't yes. think, drew that in. Like, I know yes. in, you know so in Photoshop, somebody, like the dodge and burn tool, like, that's actually something you would use in the darkroom or whatever it's exactly. called. I don't know much about that. I just know digital stuff. But it's like before that, well, me too. I think yeah, people but- would cut up like images and splice them together. And then take a picture and like somehow develop them together or something or I don't know. But this – like they were really good at what they did. 
But also, this is just some craziness that is happening. Like, what this one is the one that I that I am like, what is this? Where yeah. is it? And how do I obtain it? Like, look at this. Thing. Well, and I wonder, like, where are these things? Like, where are these sculptures? Where are the paintings? And can we just pause for exactly. a second and admire, even if you think this is like the weirdest craziest, dumbest waste of time ever. This guy literally wrote a whole book and poems and hired someone to make, I'm assuming he hired an artist, right? Like he We're didn't paint the paintings him next. Okay. Okay. So no, I'm assuming he definitely did not paint the paintings. Okay. He didn't. So he hired somebody to paint the paintings, bought $10,000 worth of gemstones to mm-hmm. hide, hired another artist to make these personalized casks in the plexiglass. Like this guy, I would feel like it's safe to say that he kind of devoted his whole life to um, this mission, yes. this art and project he essentially. Loved it. Yeah. It, it basically, and I'm so glad that you're calling it that. I haven't heard anyone else call it that, but you are totally right. Like this is an art yeah, it's like it's almost like performance art, exactly. like half the art he's done on his end, but like the other part is the exactly. exploring and like inviting the audience to come in and do the digging and make up their own. Exactly. Like every time they try to interpret it, they're bringing their own ideas to his story or his artwork, you know. So yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's cool. It's very it is it is out there. It is a little weird, but I mean, I can well, at least this part admire is him. very weird. This yeah. is the weirdest part ever like but this is my I mean I love obviously the casks and the the paintings or whatever but like I love this part because it is just so bizarre it's bizarre yeah is happening right now but in a way it's super nice to see just fresh like you know how they say, oh, there's nothing new under the sun. And I'm sure people have made like mm-hmm. creepy things like this. But just to the extent that he's gone, I'm like, it. it is refreshing to 100%. see somebody. I totally I guess agree. just do what he did. And just like, you know? I think I have some insider knowledge for y'all that we are about to get to. This is. Um, I know. This is going to be a dish. So onward. But before we get to that, I want to take another really quick break, and this will be the last one. And then we will get into the paintings and the verses. I'm going to let you look at these 12 paintings, and I am very, very interested to see what you think when you see all of them. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. The paintings. So this is the one that has been attributed with San Francisco. The paintings. Image one, verse seven. Um, and who comes up with that? A like, ton of people. Is it just people mm-hmm. that follow this? And like I've everybody? been confused about okay. that. So the, the exactly. audience has yes. gathered that they think. But yeah, it's just the people okay. who have looked at it for years. Okay. So let's talk about what we're looking at. Do all of the paintings have these letters and numbers on the side? The ones that I have in this document do do because it will be easier for us to talk about what we're looking at. You know what I mean? Like you can say like, okay, uh, yeah, that's helpful. There are numbers and letters on the sides to help us kind of like when you play Battleship. So anyway, we are looking at in the background, there are 
multiple, it looks like either planets or moons floating around in the sky. It's a blue sky. So obviously it's very fantastical. Then you have um, like a bunch of rocks. It's also in an arch shape. Uh, Yeah, it's in an arch. Oh, they're all not in arches? Like they're all different shapes? See, and you wouldn't know that yet. But yes, no. This is like... So it's in an arch arch Mm -hmm. shape. Um, There is a doorway at the very top of this like cliff thing. Um, It looks like there's water or fog like surrounding things. Yeah, weird. I don't know. It's very like surreal. I know. And this There's a woman in the foreground. Whatever this thing is over here. On the left side, I'm going to look at G... Uh, oh, like G2, one or two? G3. Three? Yeah. That looks yeah. very significant. I don't know what that is. Yeah. But it looks important. It kind of looks like a Grim Reaper. Yeah. yeah. Or so, it looks like a, um, mm-hmm. um, um, like a country or something. Like it, it might. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It looks like a landmass or something. And then we have a rose. Yeah, like a... S- Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a woman who looks um, very. Is she like Oriental? Ethereal. Would you say? I would. Yeah, I, she does. Yes, very I think that this is definitely something that has some sort of Asian descent. But the hair is definitely not. Yeah, she's got like curly hair, very curly um, hair. And look how it's dark. look how like weird this part looks. Like, like that looks like something. I'm sorry. I bet they hid like some sort of something oh, in her hair. One hundred percent. She's and got you don't like have f- to go through all of these. There's a clock right here. Um, like we don't have to like seri- dissect each one. So yeah, we don't have I'm to seriously dissect each one. People probably said this is San Francisco, a because of like she's got a she's wearing a dragon all on the front of her outfit. So mm-hmm. it's definitely got like. Uh, you know, Asian influences. And then if it has to be in North America, is that like the largest enclave of Asian Americans is in San Francisco? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I, I would think that's so. Probably. That's probably why people did that. Okay. So okay. I'm just going to let you briefly look over these other ones. Okay. So this okay. is, can you see, this is yeah. image two. Okay. Charleston, South Carolina. This one has so many hints in it. Like this one, yeah. you can get so deep into. You can see like there's like letters in this hair over here. Um, we're looking at a lion with like um, a mask uh, behind that and like this beautiful blue fairy goddess woman, a pear. And what is that? A daisy? A daisy? Yeah, yeah, I think I don't so. Know flowers. And then another mask. And then this one literally just shows you what gem you would be getting. Oh, if you find like, the cask for that painting. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. It 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 shows you in the picture what gem you are supposed to be getting. So like that's oh, very important. Okay. Well, so in most of them, this- some of them you can't see what gem you're going to be getting, but they say huh. that it's like just like you know, known I don't know. Um, Look how weird this one is, the face on it. Wait, is that blood gushing out of him? What is that? Exactly. So this is in uh this is this one is supposed to be in Roanoke, which it may be another 
of the podcast yeah. that we'll be yeah. talking about. But Roanoke anyways. is a black hole. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we do have a moon, like we do have like a moon thing. We have all these like. It looks you know, similar to the first one, like that yeah, otherworldly, yeah. And this um, kind of glow thing happens around yeah. all of them. Also, all of these will be posted on our Instagram, so I really hope that everyone follows along. It's so much better to just see them in Per, like without us describing them because you really can't describe them. No, you um, must see it for yourself. They're so detailed. Yeah. But the first one that we were talking about, that one also has that blue ethereal yeah. glow on the outside. Well, and they're like really well painted. Like this person's a professional painter. 100%. Like, super yes. good. And like, uh, what are we on? We're on the third... Yeah, image three. Roanoke, yeah. This one is verse 11 in North Carolina. But like, what is this thing also? Like, what is happening with yeah, this? That, this has to be very- um, back too. This has to be significant, I feel like. Yeah. But anyways. But it's like, okay, how? So, like, I don't even know what that is. I know, is. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Okay, so here's the next one. Wow. Okay. Cleveland, Ohio. We see the gemstone. That's obvious in this one. Um, this one is very like obvious. Centaur, yes. right? Yes. This this one was found. So um, okay. we, we'll we'll also talk about this one um, a okay. little bit, but not very much. Um, yeah. So uh, just such a. This one actually does have a lot of clues. We have this triangle in the yeah. left-hand corner next to these strange-looking legs that definitely don't resemble muscles. They definitely have something to do with something. Some sort of clue, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Look at this tail. This is the most majestic <laughs> tail I've ever seen. I mean... It looks like a cupcake icing. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I looked at it, but I was like, that has something to do with something. And look how this um Oh what, yeah. What would you call this? Pedestal? A pillar? A pillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A pillar. It's one hundred percent thrown off. It is. Like it, the lines look like they're painted almost straight. No, no, no. The lines are the left line is straight, the right line is tilted. Yeah, like it's definitely like look at the other the one next to it. Like yeah, it's, it's perfectly straight. That one's yeah, like wonky. It's definitely tilted. And I mean, that means something. And also, since this one was also like was already found, I know that there there were like um clues in this type of tree thing in the back. Um, but everyone, what we're looking at is we're looking at a centaur, a statuesque figure on the top of some sort of stone. Um, it almost looks like a monolith or whatever, monolith. And yeah, there's the uh, blue stone in the top of it. Um, we have numbers on the sides, 1881. Uh, and 1442, um, there's a dark, very spooky forest behind it. Uh, Still a glow. What else would you add? Just the glow. Yeah, there's like also the, the... 
yeah. the glow of these images. Well, and I feel like it's the more you look at it, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's probably good, like someone like me that's never heard of it before, coming at it with a fresh pair of 100%. eyes because I feel like people that probably have been following this for a long time, 100%. it's like you can sometimes tend to overanalyze stuff. So, Oh my gosh. It's like I just the talked to my dad about this today. I was like, I am so excited to get her perspective mm-hmm. because she has not looked at these images 5,000 billion times. I'm just surprised at how well done they are, though. Oh, they're extremely well done. Um, Okay, so here is the Chicago. This is the first one that was solved. Um, And this is also, fun fact, the painter's favorite image. So this is image five. It's associated with verse 12. I know. I really love it, too. Like, he's so cute. Like, it's... Yeah, it's fantastical, but it's not like those other creepy things, like the photographs. Those photo things are just like out of this world. I don't know (laughs) who was in charge of those. So um, yeah, this was the first one that was solved, and we're going to get into how they solved it. Um, So here's the next one. This one is in St. Augustine, Florida. Ooh, this is the one that's closest to me. Closest to you, St. Augustine. Okay, perfect. Oh, wait, is that like a dog in the, or like some kind of animal, like in the rock? Girl, there are, I don't know. There are I think a the lot of things in the rock. The rock is basically all that is in this image. I mean, there's obviously, you know, the the guy with the flag thing, but um, yeah, then there's that rock with, he, uh, he obviously has that face on the front, but then you can see a yeah. thousand things inside of the rock. Um, I think that this one is absolutely beautiful. Like, I love this one. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, and also that guy on the horse on the top, he yeah. is illuminated in blue. There's that reflection right there of that weird rock, which they obviously didn't have to add into the picture. Yeah. I mean. Oh, wait, but the tree is not reflected. That's weird. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. We're writing that down right now. Yeah, right? See? Meow. The tree, it's like the rock is there, but you don't see the tree. You are totally, totally Ooh, right. I like the next one. This is image seven, verse two. It's from New Orleans. I know a lot about this one um, at nauseum. So we're just kind of going to skip this one right now. I'm going to have her describe it later. We have some other rules that we need to get through. Okay. So every treasure in the cask is buried underground. At a depth of no more than three and three and one half feet, the casks are protected by lustrous transparent boxes and are sealed. Also, all of this is actually coming from the book The Secret. So we're looking for these casks. We're getting these rules also. Um, the following places do not hold any treasure. A. Any life-threatening location, such as a dangerous highway embankment, a containment area, or active railway track. B. Any cemetery. C. Any public or private flower bed. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) D. Any property owned by the contributors to the book or their families or friends. A.K.A. don't harass anyone. 
in the making of this. I have that <laughs> in my notes. Like, please do not harass these poor people <laughs> about this artist. I am so excited for you to hear about. Since you are an artist and you can come from an artist background, you could definitely talk to this man about like artist like stuff. Like talk art? And no one else can do that. No, I really do. Like the work is so well done. Um, and it's – I feel like it's hard to – obviously the author came up with all of these ideas and clues. And I feel like it's hard sometimes to – it's hard enough to bring your own vision to life, but like to listen to somebody else's vision and then on top of that mm-hmm. have like these specific, this extremely specific list of things that you have to plug into the painting. Um, and of course, I'm sure he had creative license to do so, but it's, yeah, I feel like that probably was not a very easy job to send it for. I literally have that in my notes. He got these packets. Okay. I'll just tell you the story. Okay. Here we go. Um, so these paintings were all done by an artist named John Jude Palancar. He began working on these paintings when he was still in college at Columbus Arts Art and Design School. And Byron found him and he even ended up helping Byron bury one of the casks. That's pretty cool. I know. They've already found it. It was in Cleveland. Verse 4, painting 4, and was found in 2004. Weird. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) I know. It was meant to be Um, found. I know. He helped bury that cask, and he was like the lookout man. And so, like, Byron went in there in like his little uniform type thing that he would have, which was like one of those reflective construction vests. <laughs> and then he just decided where he was going to dig. Yeah. Dug it, put it in there. John Jude Pellencar, he said that after Byron finished burying it, he went back to get uh, John Jude Pellencar the lookout and artist and he let him look and see where the treasure was like (laughs) to see if he could see where it was like he literally like walked him over to it and John said about that experience people need to think like Byron he would have in and out very quickly yeah yeah when you're when you're even going in to these places that he's burying <laughs> these treasures, you'd have to be in and out very quickly and very inconspicuously. Well, can you imagine like if somebody stopped him though? It's like, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, I'm burying my mytho like there was no plan B. <laughs> like he had to be in, out, bury exactly. it done. <laughs> No question. Nobody's allowed to ask anything. (laughs) I totally agree. And it goes to show he didn't just think out all the literary details. It's like he thought extensively, like, how can I dig this thing quickly? And nobody's going to know once I pat the grass back down that that I've been there. Like every – have you heard of a condition? It's like – I forgot what book I read, but it's like where you're basically a totally normal person, except you have OCD about one subject, like one yes, thing. Yes, I have heard and about I'm like, that. 
I wonder if he like almost had something like that. Like it totally encompassed his whole entire life. And I can imagine him like laying down at night plotting, like, how am I going to, with my tiny shovel spoon, (laughs) dig up (laughs) Times Square Garden or whatever it's called. Madison Square Garden. And yeah. I know. I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. I just am wondering like, how on earth though, say I'm thinking of the New York City one, for example. I know. How on earth do you say I know like where okay, we figured out it's New York City. Like where do I dig? You know, how do you find out the coordinates? Kristen, I am so glad that you asked that. Is that like next on your notes? <laughs> That's a perfect segue into us discovering how someone else discovered the treasure, the cask. And I think that that is the best way to do it. So perfect. Unfortunately, this is where our story ends for this week, but don't despair. We will be back very soon. I'm thinking within like two days with the next episode. So y'all can finish the secret with us and we can actually get on the hunt and find these treasures. We definitely want to hear from you. And here's Kristen telling you where to find us, etc. Find us on Instagram at Treasure Podcast. You'll be right there with us in the hunt with all of our episode photo drops. If you have any personal gems or if you'd like to send us on a specific treasure hunt, reach out at a podcast treasure at gmail.com. And thanks so much for joining. Uh, bye. Also, if y'all could go rate and review us on wherever you listen, um, Spotify, I know does reviews now and Apple, that would be great. Thanks. Thanks.